0: Here's Bobby. Well, hello, this is Bobby the Boomer, the Baby Boomer's buddy, coming to you today from Chattanooga, Tennessee, in my mobile studio. And today I'm going to tell you about my trip to California. Why? Because I said I would. Now, I'm going to give you my Reader's Digest version of my trip, and I hope some of you can relate to some of the experiences of the air quotes, new normal that I've experienced on this hair trip, and maybe some of y'all can relate, some of y'all will like it, some of you might be, maybe you won't like it so much, and maybe some of y'all just get a little bit of a chuckle and say, Bobby, y'all, a little bit, you need some help, and that I do, so here we go, maybe y'all heard about that fella, you know. A man named Jed poor mine near belly kept his family fed and then one day he was shooting at some food and up to the ground came a bubbling crude, you know. Black gold, Texas tea. Well, the first thing you know, old Jed's millionaire. Ken folks had Jed move away from there? Said California's the place you ought to be. Well, maybe for Jed, but it ain't for me. No, it ain't for Bobby the Bummer. Nope, 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 nope. I was glad to go see my daughter, and I'm glad to see my grandbaby, my 18-month-old grandson. And then I got to see my newborn grandson as well just before I left. I was glad about that. I was glad I got to see my wife's older sister and her husband. That was a nice part of the trip. But the way there and in the middle and on the way back was a bit crazy. So maybe y'all can relate. Hey, on the way there, we were supposed to take a trip from Nashville to LAX. LAX stands for Los Angeles International Airport. I don't know where they get lax from. Uh, Anyhow, uh, so I was supposed to take a round trip to California and back from Nashville. It was supposed to be one stop, no stop, <laughs> just straight flight. And uh, so we th- uh, purposely drove, my wife and I purposely drove from Chattanooga to Nashville, which is a couple of hours, two and a half or so, because we wanted to catch that nonstop flight. And we didn't want, I don't like to fly. I don't know what happened. Something happened to me in the military and I just guess I blanked it out. But ever since then, I remember I used to love flying. I used to love flying all the time. And I'd fly in helicopters, anything I could get in. I wanted to go
1: for a ride when I was
0: younger. But for some reason in the last few years, I just don't want to get on no airplanes or nothing. If I can drive, I will drive. And I really didn't want to go on this air trip, except I wanted to see my daughter. And I want to see my grandson. And... I wish my daughter well. I didn't know she was going to have birth while I was there for her second child, my second grandchild. But it worked out because I was there. And I figured since the school came up, I wasn't really wanting to go to school for work either until I found out where that it was close to where my daughter was. They were going to pay for my airline ticket and they were going to pay for part of my hotel for the school time anyhow, and they were going to pay for part of the rental car while I was driving back and forth to the airport and to the school. So I said, well, that's kind of like a deal that you just can't pass up. So I didn't pass it up, and I said, let's go! Now, my bun, my wife, she is the brainiac in the family. She likes to fly. She likes to visit her family and stuff like that. Oh. I like visiting my family, but not when you got to fly up an airplane. So let me get that clear. I love my family. I just don't love to fly. So we got our tickets all set, we drove on to Nashville, it was an uneventful trip there, we just had a nice trip. We got a nice hotel, we're up in the hotel, because we came that evening, because we were going to leave early in the morning for our non-stop flight to LAX, and we had it all going, and then about 8.30 or so, we had our supper, we were in the hotel room, my wife was talking to some of her friends on the Zoom call thing on on the interwebs, and I was just kind of looking at my phony phone, scrolling away, looking at my email, and Uh, pops this email at 8.30 uh, p.m. that says, your flight to LAX from Nashville, your flight has been canceled, and we will notify you of uh, when we're going to let you go to California. I forget how they said it, but it's like, hey, your flight's canceled, and we'll get in touch with you when you have another flight to go. And uh, since I'm not a... big old traveler anymore, I looked at that and I said, well, that's kind of important. So I said, oh, excuse me, honey, (laughs) could you look at this? She looked at my phone and she saw the little message and she said, ladies, I'll have to go. I'll talk to you later. God bless And Off she went. She was on the phone for about an hour or more trying to talk to these people and convince them that we needed to get our flight to LAX in the morning because they said, well, we can get you out on Sunday. Now, this was Thursday night when they canceled our flight. And it's like, well, you know, we're staying in a hotel, and my husband got to go to school, and and then she said, so we really need a flight tomorrow to go to L.A. And they said, well, please hold. We'll see what we can do. First, they said the plane was canceled on account of weather. Then they said, uh, I don't know how long it was before they finally... Change your story and said, well, we don't have any pilots to fight airplane. We're short of people. Part of the new normal, some of y'all probably figured out that we're short of people everywhere. We're short in the hospital. We're short on airplane. We're short in the grocery store. We're short in fast food restaurants, restaurants in general. We're just short of people. I don't know where they all went to because I know when COVID hit, everybody went home. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people went home. They lost their jobs or they got unemployment or they had to... I don't know what happened, but they all went home. Some of them got some more money to stay home than they did to, to go to work. That was kind of weird. So I don't know, but they were getting... Pretty good deal, some folks. So I guess when things kind of cleared up, they didn't want to go back to work. But I'm wondering with the whole bunch of friends and folks that I know, it's like, where did everybody go? Because now they're not paying all that money out anymore like they were. So where is everybody and why isn't anybody going back to work? Well, why isn't a lot of people going back to work? Because a lot of us were already working. And yes, so it was short home. Uh, staff for the aircraft, is what they said. Anyhow, they finally got us a flight, but it wasn't to LAX, it was to Chicago O'Hare Airport, and they said, we'll get you there, and then uh, we'll work on getting you to LAX. And we, we did fly to Chicago, and we had a three-hour layover where we just <laughs> stayed there, and we waited. Thing is, when we flew into Chicago, here's a f- interesting deal. Have you ever had this? For those that fly a lot, we flew into Chicago. When we got to Chicago, the pilot we got finally landed, and I kind of uh, white knuckle it on the takeoffs and landings. So we landed, and I was happy that we landed, touched down safe and sound, and that was pretty cool. And we're on the what I. believe they call it tarmac and so we're just sitting there and the pilot comes on and says well i got some good news and i got some bad news we are a half hour ahead of schedule we landed a half hour early the bad news is that we don't have anywhere to park because we're a half hour early and somebody's sitting in our parking space until they leave and so we're gonna try to find another gate and i'll get back so, about five minutes or so, he came back on and said, This is your pilot of speaking again. I got some good news and some bad news once again. The good news is, we got a place to park. And I said, Woo, yeehaw, that's wonderful. He said, Here's the bad news. The bad news is, there's not enough gate crew to dock or park the aircraft. So, we're going to still have to sit and wait for about 20 minutes more. And I'm like, uh, some people were mumbling and grumbling on the airplane, and I was kind of like, well, that ain't really worth mumbling and grumbling because, hey, we're safe on the ground. I'm okay. <laughs> we're, I'm okay when we're just on the ground and we're out the way of all the other fast-moving airplanes. So I was okay with that. I figured out, I'm here. Twenty minutes, no big deal. So then we get on the airplane and go to LAX. LAX, by the way, is crazy, 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 and a lot of people going here, there, and everywhere. Yes, and duty, duty, they are. And they're very busy, everybody's busy, 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 everybody is busy. So we got the LAX, and that was, uh, after that, we got our rent car. That was very nice. The one little goofy thing about that is got time to put some gas in the rent car. And it costs, ready, for those that aren't in California, it costs $56 for nine gallons of gas. I can't believe that. Can you believe that? It was... $6.89 a gallon, and that was for the cheap stuff. How about that? Yep. And so I took a picture of it, showed it to my friends here in Chattanooga, because I figured they ain't going to believe me. They are not going to believe me. And sure enough, they looked and said, what? That's crazy. And I said, yes, it is, and that's a low grade. That's not even a high test. stuff." and they were just kind of surprised, but... I reckon folks in California aren't in for the high test stuff. It's way up there in $7 or something. So anyhow, that was kind of interesting. Had a nice trip, like I said, with my daughter and my grandson and my son-in-law and my Sister-in-law had a nice time there, and then I went to school, and it was interesting because when I got there, uh, I was supposed to have school. They said it was going to be Tuesday and Wednesday, and then they called me and said it was going to be Monday and Tuesday, so I rearranged a few things. And then when I got there, uh, Monday, I'm all dressed, ready to go to school hard charging, and I called him up and said, hey, when y'all going to send the shuttle that it says on the little brochure, then you're going to pick me up to come to the school? And the lady said, hey, uh, we haven't had a shuttle since COVID. And I said, hey, uh, how am I going to get there? It's nine miles. I don't want to come out how to rent a car, because they're supposed to come pick me up. She said, well, you can take an Uber or cab or something, but you go ahead and you figure out how to get here, or maybe we'll, we'll try to get you back <laughs> when you're done we will to get you back when you know So I figured, no problem, told my wife. We got in the car got over there. Had my school. Supposed to be three of us going to school. That was interesting. The fella that was training me, he was ex-military, so me and him had a lot of chit-chatting stories while I was waiting for the other two fellas. And after about a half hour or so, he called one of them and said, Hey, uh, where are you at? You're supposed to be here at 9 o'clock. And the fella said, Oh, we're stuck in traffic. And he said, oh, well, okay, when are you going to be here? And he said, oh, we'll be there in a little bit. Well, a little bit went by, and then a little bit more, and then a little bit more. And then he finally called him and said, hey, um, hey where are you guys at? You should have been here by now. And one of the fellas said, hey, we decided we didn't want to come to school to learn how to do this equipment. Well, <laughs> turns out those two fellas are working for a company that we contracted out to do some of our equipment for the very school I was going to. Ooh, that's another story from another time. So I had school, and that was nice. And then I had more visit with my daughter, and then I saw my new green baby. And I was getting ready to go back from California to Tennessee. I was very much ready. Oh, another really nice thing about California that I did like, it was a very nice weather. One of the good things about California, where my daughter was is uh, near the ocean. So it was cool. It was like 65, 68 degrees. And, and where my, my sister-in-law and her husband was, it was, it was about 90-something, because they're out more inland towards the desert. And when I got back to Nashville, that was an uneventful trip. I actually saw a movie. That was pretty cool. And it kept my mind occupied while we were flying. So that was nice. Anyhow, so we watched the movie, Touchdown. Thank God that I was back in Tennessee. Had a nice drive back from Nashville. Took my time. Got to the Tennessee River on a rest stop. And then I drove home and then I got back. And that was my whirlwind trip and tour to California. So that's what I have for you today, and I hope you will come back for some more, and until then, this is Bobby the Boomer, the Baby Boomer's buddy, saying to you goodbye and God bless. So that's my whirlwind tour, my trip, and my Reader's Digest version of my trip to California, I hope you enjoyed that a little bit at least, or maybe could relate to some of the weirdness of the new normal. that's what I'm going to talk about in the next episode or so, is about our new normal. And how crazy that is. And then, uh, well, I'll come up with something for the next one after that. But until then, I hope you do have a good day, and I hope you come back for some more. And until then, this is Bobby the Boomer, the baby boomer's buddy, saying you goodbye and God bless.